Hey everyone, just a quick heads up. We had a echo problem on my voice through Skype on this week's episode that we did not catch until the show was over. So uh, we apologize for that, but we thought you guys would still enjoy the conversation. Hopefully it's uh, not too annoying as you're able to listen to our conversations. Anyways, on with the show. Welcome to the Hey Listen Games Cast, episode 127. My name is Jeffrey Morse, and I'm joined here today by Nathan Wagner. Hey, howdy ho ho hi. <laughs> and special guest Adam Fields. I thought about trying to do my best Rob impersonation, but my beard is nowhere near long enough to properly channel the gravitas that he provides. That is true. That is true. That can confirm. I saw a picture of Rob recently, and... Uh, it's uh, he might be able to do a comb over at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if yeah, you follow if you Rob on Twitter, like his current like profile picture doesn't, doesn't do it justice. Do it justice. Yeah. But anyways, this anyways, is not the uh, the, the uh, beard uh, cast. This is the games cast. We got lots we of got fun lots things of fun to talk about you. Talk to you guys this week about, including no, 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 new podcast. We're just gonna go around and describe all our viewers. Well, we, well, we do we have do a have very exciting, exciting uh, news piece uh, that uh, kind of broke over this weekend and ended up with a surprise release yesterday. So that's going to be our so main be our segment main today. today. But we do have uh, we do uh, some other uh, news some we wanted to talk, talk as always, before then. Starting with Telltale The Walking Dead. This is kind of one of the, I think, the last news stories you'll hear from us about this. But episode four, the final episode of the final season, has finally been finished in a Shipping, um, March, shipping 26th. March 26th, and, uh, and uh, the Skybound, Skybound Games also just announced that a full, that a full physical version, version uh, will be launching, launching on that day as well for the well final, for the season. final so season. So I think a lot of the past Telltale, Telltale games have kind of watched the season pass for the first episode, and you get like a disc, and then you know you can download the rest of the episodes as they come out. But this is kind of the reverse where you can buy the whole thing physically when that fourth episode launches. So I think that's a good jumping in point for anyone who's been maybe waiting for the whole thing to be completed, and it is jumping. And uh, it is seen on all uh, major platforms, on all major platforms uh, physically, uh, and, physically digitally and digitally as well. So, as well. so um, yeah, you guys, um, yeah, you guys, are you guys, uh, interested, interested to see how the story wraps up, or, or is has the has seven or eight, seven years, or eight years since it first came out uh, been too long? It's it's definitely been too long for me, but I think I was out of uh, The Walking Dead after season one, as we've talked about previously on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I do hope Clementine dies. That's that's all what? I'm really hoping what? for. As soon as it comes out, I'm going to look up spoilers, and if she doesn't die, I'm uh, going to be disappointed. Oh my, oh my, goodness. Uh, my, my biggest question is more of the state of how, if it wasn't so long ago that the studio announced that they were closing their doors and they weren't sure they were going to finish it. Yep. Yep. I'm curious, is this indicative of the game was really really close to being finished was it just a passion project for the new studio that came and picked it up or do they pick it up and go and we'll end it here yeah and just yeah. kind of well i i, 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 I I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how it turns out as well but um I, from what I, I've read, what I've read kind of all the reports, reports that have come out, that, come out that, uh, the game was pretty nearly to complete. The script was all done. I think everything was kind of done just to do the work of just finishing up those last couple episodes. Skybound Games is the games company owned by Robert Kirkman, who is the creator of The Walking Dead comic series. So I think it's definitely you know a studio that picked it up because they wanted to 
you know, kind of like you know, said, almost like a passion like a project, passion project wanted, wanted to, wanted to you know, really resolve you know, really the story, and story and give the fans, give the fans that, that conclusion that they've been, uh, waiting, they've been for. waiting for. So hopefully it turns hopefully out good. It turns out good. Um, I, I do have that I, downloaded. I, do have that downloaded. Um, I haven't actually started the final season. I'm still at the end of the last season, so I need to get on that this That'll be on my to-do list. That'll be on my to-do list. You got... Looks like you got about a month and a half-ish. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Uh, well, March is. It's almost the end of March, so it's almost two full, two full months to finish that up. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. A lot, lot of games, games are on the docket, on the docket but, but, but take time for that. <laughs> that. So we're finally yeah, be relevant. Now. It's not like relevant. there's any games coming out this month. Well, the well, Xbox Game Pass just announced that Shadow of the Tomb Raider is coming out on Thursday. Thursday. To do that. And so I'm like, man, I have to play that. My Game Pass runs up. And I still have like a quarter of the game left of Rise of the Tomb Raider. I need to do some marathons here or something. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Steam World Quest Hand of Gilgamesh is a brand new game in the Steam World universe made by Thunderful Games. Games. Um, that, is um, that is coming out to, coming the, out Switch to the Switch in 2019. In 2019. And this is, and this is uh, you know, uh, you know we, we, we talked about Steam World League 2 um, two years um, ago two years being ago, one of our favorite, one of our favorite indie games, of that, indie games of that year. Um, really, I really, really enjoyed personally, really enjoyed personally Steam World Heist and the original as well. And they're kind of branching off and doing kind of like a RPG, kind of like card character based game with this one. And I know, Nathan, you've kind of dabbled in the Steam World games. Do you think the more RPG version of Steam World is going to get you into the universe more, or would you rather just see Steam World Dig 3? No, I'm I'm super excited about the format. Um, honestly, I'll I'll say I'll say that now, and then I probably won't actually end up playing it because <laughs> <laughs> that's just kind of how it goes with it with these games. But I think that the format looks really really cool. Um, the arts the art style they do is just freaking beautiful. Like yeah. Steam World yeah. Quest Hand of Gilgamesh looks so so pretty, and kind of the art direction that they do with it, it ties into the series very well, while also kind of, you know, it does look mm. a little bit more fantasy mm. and more classic RPG. Um, so I'm, it, we kind of were just really excited about this game. I, I think it looks really, um, it looks really nice, and I think it'll be, like everything else they've done. Um, it's cool that they're kind of able to do all these different genres as well. Like, this is an RPG game that features cards, and you'll kind of be building a deck. It seems like, and mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. stuff. Getting experience, like, experience game. Goodness, all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, versus like SteamWorld Dig Two, which is a completely different experience. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, in the is, press in the release, they even said, you know, this is kind of a response to what our fans have been asking for. Everyone's been saying, hey, we'd love to see you do more of an RPG type game with the SteamWorld universe. This seems like it's kind of almost made for the fans and that aspect. That aspect, which is cool. But, uh, but uh, anyways, anyways, that will be coming, will out, be coming in out in 2019. We will, we will keep you guys updated, you guys updated on that on release date as, uh, as uh, more details, more come, details out, come out. It, it does, does, does look pretty does cool. Look pretty cool. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, keep we'll, you updated, keep for, updated sure. for sure. Um, so, um, so Microsoft, Microsoft um, is, prepping um, is prepping Xbox Live, Xbox in Live integration, integration for the Nintendo Switch, the Nintendo iOS, Switch and iOS, Android. and Android. And so this has kind of made the headlines this week. I saw a lot of people freaking out. I don't think it's as big necessarily yet as people are 
are kind of hoping, but basically, but basically what this, what is, this doing is, is doing is if you're, if you're logged, logged into certain into games certain that um, are also on are Xbox, also on you, can you can basically access your Xbox Live friend list and earn, and earn achievements, achievements um, on, on Xbox Live, even if you're playing on another system. So like Minecraft is kind of the obvious example for this, right? You're playing Minecraft. The Switch doesn't have you know an achievement system or anything, but if you link your Minecraft account to your Xbox Live, you can invite and crossplay with your Xbox friends, and you could easily achievements. And this is kind of already started with Minecraft, but they're doing kind of a full rollout. I think for any other game that's also kind of multi-platform and crossplay, which I think is pretty cool. And I think this is, like I said, this is kind of groundwork for what's to come. But what do you guys think is gonna kind of come of this? Maybe kind of come next. You think we'll start seeing, you know, more Xbox platform stuff appearing? Um, in the future um, in the future i think that's ultimately what you know microsoft has said that they want to do is they looked into the gaming landscape of the future um kind of figured out what gamers might be interested in what what they want from that and think that it's a world where everything all the toys are in the same toy box you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Xbox, Xbox being, more, being of more of a platform, I think, is something I think a lot, a lot of us have kind of predicted in the last few years of, of you know, when they you know, announced they, they were expanding it to really Windows, Windows and, and you know, Xbox, you know, Xbox play games, you know, play anywhere. You know, play anywhere. Um, and I think with um, the X-Cloud um, coming up, coming you know, up, you know, starting this year and, you know, them kind of saying, hey, you know, streaming is the future, be able to compute, you know, games through the cloud and just play them on browsers or on any device. Um, you know, like how cool would this be if, you know, a year or two down the road, Xbox put an Xbox out for the Nintendo Switch. And, you know, I could play all my Xbox games, you know, on the Switch. I think that would just be so, so cool. So, you know, I think there's a lot of potential here and Microsoft can do as little or as much as they'd want with it almost. So, I think, like you've said, it's they're kind of just laying the groundwork for more to come in the future um it is important to note that this is they kind of have just teased this there's not a ton of details around this mm -hmm. um but they said they'll they will be learning more during gdc which is uh march 18th through the 22nd so yeah yeah um we still don't know the full details of this and what everything that it involves um but we'll hear more about it in about a month or so. <laughs> and, and they're not prepping they're not any integration for anything Sony-related Sony because, because we'd assume, we'd Sony, assume is Sony is still not fully not open the doors, doors on cross-play you know, yet. Yeah, play so. So yeah, good good yeah. to see I mean, the switch on, the on that list though, <laughs> of you know embracing <laughs> the cross-play. Cross yeah, and Nintendo's playing very nice, so yeah it'll yeah. be interesting to D see. does this mean does this uh minecraft steve, steve is going to be in smash bros now is this further confirmation of that being possible who knows who knows yes could be anything well, well for our well, last, uh, last uh news piece this, this, week, this week um before we talk uh, before about, we talk about um, um the uh smash bros update we are going to talk about the subscription games of the month um as you guys know xbox playstation and nintendo i'll give out some uh Three games, games uh, for their subscriptions, uh, for subscriptions every month. Every month. Um, I thought we'd kind of highlight um, maybe kind of the top games from each one. one. Xbox and PlayStation both put out about five or six games each. For me, the highlight for me is really Xbox this month because they got Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, which is like a 2D kind of modern but very retro, like NES-styled Castlevania game. 
and Ivan really wanted to play this. I almost picked it up on Switch last year, and so I'm really excited to play this one on the Xbox. And then they also have the original Jedi Knight Academy from the original Xbox coming, which I've never played before, but I've always wanted to. It's probably not going to hold up super well, but I'm excited to try it out because I wanted to play it ever since I was like 12 or whatever when it came out. I think it not holding up very well isn't really the the uh, right frame choice you know because that would assume that it had something to stand on to begin with <laughs> other than just you're a jedi, you're a jedi in a video game, a video doing, game doing doing things, doing things. Awesome. okay okay adam i'm gonna have to kick you off this podcast right now because jedi knight jedi academy while it is not as good as Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast, perhaps the best Star Wars game of all time. Whoa. It is, yeah, no, it's it's so good. Um, but Jedi Knight um, Jedi Academy, not quite on that level, but it is still a very good game. I had a lot of fun with it back in the day. Okay. So okay. Good, to hear. Don't, good to hear. Don't stop throwing shade at my childhood memories. I'm going to let the Twitter police call you out on <laughs> possibly greatest Star Wars game of all time. I'm not going to go into the five off the top of my head. I'll let the Twitter police. <laughs> well, we well, take care we, of that. We, we, will, right. we will see we'll at least see how Jedi Knight Academy is. is and, um, I'm excited uh, to see how it kind of works on the Xbox One because you know, they kind of up res and kind of port those games and stuff. But they kind of stagger it. So that's coming out kind of the second batch of free games, I think, at the 16th of February. And then they're also putting out Bomberman R, which was one of the Switch launch games that they got, which I thought, which that's I thought kind of funny. Kind so, of funny. so um, decent, decent Bomberman decent game. Bomberman game. Um, um, some good updates in it. Adam, I know you're uh, excited, uh, about, excited about, the about the PS Plus lineup, lineup this month, which includes Metal Gear Solid 4 for PlayStation 3, Hitman, and For Honor for PS4. And can you tell us why you're excited? Yeah, absolutely. And I could give you an absolute rundown of all three. Metal Gear Solid 4 is Metal Gear Solid 4. It's Kojima. It's... There's not... lots of confusing cutscenes. Correct. You know, I don't really think I need to explain. Yeah. Well, well, this, well, this, this is the first Metal Gear Solid game I played, and I loved it. Loved it. Yeah, like, it was yeah, like, super it was weird. Super I skipped half the cutscenes because they were way too long. It makes sense. But, like, it was a really cool experience, and I enjoyed it. I played it right when it first came out. But I don't actually own the game anymore. And so this is kind of nice for me. I kind of have a way to play it if I ever did want to go back to it. Because it is this is the swan song. They're not doing PS3 games on PS Plus anymore after this. So I think it's good to get kind of the best PS3 games out there for free. Out there for free. Last, you know, kind of the last yeah you know and it's it's uh for anybody that's not doesn't know what a metal gear solid game is it really is just a sandbox environment where you have an objective you have missions but it's a sandbox sneak environment you go around running and gunning uh you lose basically it's not an option um <laughs> that blends perfectly into a game that i'm really excited for a uh, hitman hitman 2 just came out i believe earlier this year um basically you are a hitman you are an assassin and it is a sandbox where it is a self kind of contained level where people are programmed to do different things. And it's a game that runs on routine and you are a wrench that gets thrown into that machine, all looking for the perfect opportunity to carry out the assassination. You pick the weapons you go in with, um, you approach the situation however you want and like i said just a big sandbox for you to play and figure out the situation yeah. and say, i heard you yeah, just, I heard just approach, it approach it any way you any want way like you can kill someone with the toilet if you wanted to like you can figure, you can it, out. figure it, it out the whole point of the game is how can i disrupt everybody's routine just enough to give me an opportunity to reach my target hmm. 
and if that doesn't work, you just go play For Honor. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, imagine if there was a video game where you could play as a Viking or a samurai <laughs> or a knight and just go ham on each other and just absolutely <laughs> all brawl, just destroy objectives missions attacking each other all the time and a fun little story mode wasn't too bad mostly just to teach you the ropes um that's for honor it's near and dear to my heart it was a valentine's day gift for my beloved foxy um <laughs> and in fact we uh <laughs> you guys were kind of like super fans, fans this game, game leading up to yeah, it right? we were we were for a while absolutely uh for honor had a contest where they were going to send some people to e3 basically to be community uh reporters for different things they had a contest where you entered it and fox and i entered it and we were acknowledged by ubisoft as the cutest couple <laughs> in that contest. Wow. Nice. Badge of honor right But we were honorable mentions there. Um, I will say I am excited for this additionally because if nobody's really familiar with the legacy of the game itself, it really struggled at the start. There was glitches, um, the whole... Not necessarily pay to win, but the whole microtransaction process was really negatively received by the community. And honestly, almost the like 80% of the player base just up and decided, yeah, we're not going to play this game. If you're not going to fix it, we're not going to play it. And it crashed. Um, it actually got to a point where Ubisoft held their largest For Honor tournament, the very first one. And the guy who won it abused all through the tournament and even in the championship game, abused a glitch <laughs> that basically locked lock off. And after yeah. he won, they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to fix that." And the guy's like, "No, never fix it. Never, never patch it. Please, just leave it for me for all time." And it's like, what a joke, what a mic. Because the people stop playing it, and then your casual people are say, "Well, I'm not gonna buy it if the people who bought it aren't gonna play it," uh, and they've not necessarily done a no man's sky esque turnaround but they've put a lot of investment in making it a sustainable game again yeah i mean they they haven't let it die they They continue to support support it and put new things out out and change systems systems and stuff which which, i mean you got to give props to be soft i I thought they were gonna let it die you know once the numbers dropped and stuff but they they've given out for free um on different platforms now and now it's you know playstation's turn and i i remember you saying when this was announced uh that you're excited to jump, to jump back in just so you can like kind of dominate all the new players, new players. <laughs> there's definitely kind of a big, a big skill gap that person this game uh yes <laughs> <laughs> but but anyways uh playstation i think four honor is kind of the, the big one there uh that hit man you can check check those ones out and then nathan are you excited for any of our two uh nes online games this month so the biggest thing i can say uh seeing these three different you know gaming companies um free games lined up to new next to each other nintendo's offering is really really sad yeah, yeah uh because for for free next month on the nes online app you can play super mario brothers 2 which is actually my favorite super mario brothers game on the nes wow, um, wow. yeah like, i was about to say arguably the greatest <laughs> mario game of all time behind, behind mario bros it is, it is 3 a fantastic Three. game and then kirby's adventure on the nes which i think i have only played one time and i think it was 
it's really good. It was like good. It, back it in was the one day. of the last NES really games. Um, yeah, it was it, one of the last NES games. It pushes yeah, the NES yeah, to its limits. It looks really good. It pushes for, the NES to its yeah. limits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As far as the graphics and stuff like that. But I mean, those are great. I'm glad to get them. But when they're lined up next to you know this new Bloodstained Curse of the Moon game that came out last year, um, and then a beloved favorite of mine, Jedi Knight, uh, Jedi Academy, um, and then For Honor and Hitman on the PS4, um, doesn't quite stack up. But they are really good games, and Super Mario Brothers 2 is a really, really cool game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, mean I, will I, say, I will say, to Nintendo's, to Nintendo's credit, credit, these are two, are of, the two of the games that, that I, you know, I complained about weren't, weren't in, the in the initial lineup, lineup for this for NES, NES online app. Online app. Um, like, um, why are like these two games not there? They're two of the best, most beloved, you know, NES games there. So it's good to see them finally on the service. It's good to see them finally on the service. We're still missing maybe a few classics, like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! and stuff like that, but pretty much this NES online app has pretty much any NES game you want to play for the most part, and it's kind of getting to the point now where it's like, okay, what else can they do? Like, how many more random NES games can they add? Like, it's not going to be very exciting pretty much anymore now we've got everything. Check it out if you have the NES online app. Anyways, last news piece here. Smash Bros. Ultimate got its big 2.00 update this week, or last week, actually. Um, uh, I know it kind of came out right when you guys right were recording the show, Nathan, so you didn't get a chance, chance to talk about it, which is okay. Because we've had a week to play with a new fighter, which is the Piranha Plant. He's officially been added to the game. Hopefully you guys got, if you already purchased the game, you redeemed your copy and were able to get him for free, which was good on Nintendo to do that. You can also just, I think, buy it for five bucks now in the store if you missed out on that. What's your guys' impressions on the character? You guys you guys having fun with him? Uh, absolutely uh tons of fun tons of fun nathan uh you want to say why you're being silent there for a second i was just gonna let you tell the story because uh yeah you you can you can just go ahead i can tell there's something there's something here yeah yeah so uh, a little bit of backstory for anybody that's not played smash brothers for me and nathan um nathan and i i consider us equals we are peers at skill level of smash brothers um and it's such a relief to have that because whenever we play Jeff, it's there's no contest. It's it's literally a, all right. We all need to team up on Jeff for us to maybe have a chance of one of us winning this game. Yeah, <laughs> and that's with other support. Um, but Nathan Nathan was over uh, earlier this week, and uh, he he might have you know said a few things about uh, what was to come <laughs> with Piranha Plant. And so I said, all right. All right, let's go. And uh, well, let's just say that I'm up 1-0. <laughs> and there's there's a reason we did not do another Piranha Plant throwdown. <laughs> it's true. I smack talked a little bit, and then Adam beat me his first time ever using Piranha Plant. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah. well, he he is a really fun character. Really fun he's character. pretty. He's a very unique character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and. I was playing around with him a little bit more, and you, he combos like very, very interestingly. Like he combos a little bit more than some of the other characters, and um, just how he moves and stuff like that. Like the first time we played it, I played it with uh, my wife, myself, and then my brother, and we all played Piranha Plants. So there's three yeah. Piranha yeah. Plants, and and it was just like it was kind of an, like everyone was kind of figuring him out and feeling him out and stuff like that. But it was a very very chaotic, very chaotic. <laughs> because like you know you have like 
metal balls going everywhere, and then the side B, which is the poison. Um, yeah, the spit poison, out. Cloud, poison cloud. The cloud, the cloud does, does so much damage if you if you time it right and get someone stuck in there, or like you, you grab them while they're in there, like 50, 60 percent damage, which is like nuts in Smash Bros. Yeah, but my personal favorite strategy is throwing out a poison cloud. And then going inside and hitting a down B, but then you tilt it oh. so that it comes off to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poison yeah. cloud. People are like, what, a, what are you doing out there? And then you just. <laughs> it's more, more it's like, a more like a cloud, smoke cloud uh, uh, or smoke bomb. smoke bomb. Yeah. Well, well Piranha Plant, Plant is, a lot, is a lot of fun. I've I've been having I've, fun with I've them as well. I did the same thing as you, Nathan. Nathan. I played online with played uh, online a couple with friends. A we all friends. just we for Piranha Plant just for, Piranta uh, Plant. Uh, for like an hour or two. Hour super, fun. super fun. Just getting to learn the character. But also in the update, they did some character tweaks. And Nintendo, for the first time, put out patch notes for Smash Bros., which is something the community has been asking for for a very long time. So it's really cool to see the official patch notes on all the different characters that were changed and and, uh, what, was uh, what was changed and almost every, and almost single, every single character, character got, got tweaked and, and i want to say about 80 percent of the roster got um slight buffs slight buffs um, and there's about five or six um, characters that got a little bit of a nerf to certain moves, moves. And, and i think there's about four fighters that one touch so it's it's for me for me it's good to see you know most of the characters getting buffed rather than just you know nerfs happening and nothing else um i think that makes the game more interesting but um but there's also a four player uh mode added to the spirit board which is one of my favorite things to do in smash smash um basically you can just fight any of the fighters on the spirit board you can add in two three or, two, three, or uh, four, uh, players four players to players do that, to do that and, and kind of bounce it out. Basically, if one of your any any one of the four or three, you know, or three, how many people you're playing with, if anyone dies, you dies, lose, you the lose the challenge. So, so doesn't, necessarily doesn't necessarily make it easier, make it easier if, if you're playing with someone who doesn't know what they're doing. So everyone who jumps in. Everyone who jumps in is uh, also fighting that spirit. Spirit, is that yeah, correct? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Same spirit, same spirit battle, battle, like same thing, you know, if you've done the World of Light, just you're able to do it, you know, multiplayer now. Multiplayer now. It's pretty cool. It's, it's a pretty cool. fun, it's a like, fun way like way to just play Smash, Smash casually, casually for a couple for minutes. A couple minutes. Um, um, so, so definitely check it definitely out check if you like doing the spirit battles. You can do a co-op now. And I also did want to mention, there's apparently some users have reported a glitch in the All-Star mode, like if you play with Piranha Plant. So, just a word of caution uh we do not recommend uh, so, uh just a word of caution doing uh, playing uh all-star mode with prana playing yet, because some people are saying it's ruined their saves Tindo said you know they haven't really found the like, issue and it's issue, apparently a very very apparently a very small very percentage of small players, percentage and stuff, players and stuff, just a little psa just a little psa for, 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 out there but all right well we are going to jump into our main segment today we are going to jump into our main segment today before before you i do want to throw out a quick question uh did you talk at all about nintendo's online tournaments that they were holding for smash brothers <laughs> we, did we did not because, because i didn't, I didn't consider, consider a new story because, because it, was it was a joke and nintendo, and nintendo decided, decided to uh, do an online do a smash, online bros, smash tournament bros tournament and have and the rule set contain ridiculous stages that no one's like that no one likes as well as not doing stock not but doing seven doing minute timed matches as the as the rule set which is the most unfun thing to play and to watch in my opinion Agreed. Uh, I just wanted to bring that up so nobody added you saying, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, the thoughts are it's terrible. Yes. I was like, oh, I'm kind of interested. Maybe I'll join this. And I'm like, I'm not even going to bother signing this up for this or messing with it. Like, I literally just watched Genesis 6 was this weekend. Like, they did all these Smash Bros. tournaments. And they were super fun to watch. Super hyped and everything. And that's because of the rule sets. They have three stock. 
you know, the, you know, the character, the, the character or the, the stage selects, selects are interesting, are interesting. The best three out of five, best three out of five. Like, like, it's set up it's set up in a format that's format been enjoyed and accepted by everyone, by everyone in the community, everyone except, in the community for except for Nintendo, apparently. Um, anyways, <laughs> anyways, moving on, moving on second, second segment, we're going to be talking about Apex Legends. Legends. What is Apex Legends, you may ask? Well, if you are out camping this weekend, you probably probably know because Apex Legends just launched yesterday, Monday, February 14th. This is a game developed... November 4th. 4th, not... What did I say? You said 14th. February 4th, thank you. I missed my anniversary. We've been playing this game in the future, and we've come back to tell you about it. So it's officially out. came out yesterday, and it is developed by Respawn Games, which is the developers behind the Titanfall 1 and 2 games. And this game is set in the Titanfall universe. I mean, this story kind of got leaked earlier in the weekend. It was like, oh, there's a big free-to-play Battle Royale game set in the Titanfall universe, but there's no Titans in it. It's just like a normal Battle Royale. Many people, Many people, myself, myself included, included, became very, became very skeptical, skeptical because, you know, this because is published, you know, this is published by, EA, by EA, who just acquired Respawn. Respawn. Oh, it's probably oh, going to be a quick cash-in to compete with to Fortnite and the Battle Royale space. The Battle Royale space. You know, there's no Titans. There's what, no are Titans. what are they thinking? It's supposed, it's supposed to be a Titanfall game, right? right. But, but that's not the, that's case. Not the case. I have been pleasantly, pleasantly surprised how fun this game is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it... We'll, we'll get into more details of what it is, but let's just call it flat out. It's just fun, and it's a unique, special take on the Battle Royale game mode, uh, and it feels great to play. Yeah, yeah. Me and Adam, and Adam like, like, we streamed for probably like, for probably like, like five or six, six hours, like yesterday and today. It just just had a blast doing it, you know. Even if even if we weren't winning, we always had a always having a good time. And to give you some quick numbers here, let you know how this launch went. As I said, you know, it launched early Monday morning. Has over or they achieved one million players on day one. Keep in mind, this is a free to play game, so you know, it's I think pretty easy. I think pretty easy. I'm not gonna say easy, but you know, it's. One million one people million did not, people buy, did the not game, buy the game, uh, but there's uh, one million players. One million players. Um, and then um, and when then I checked on Twitch um, yesterday in the evening, they had over 450,000 450, uh, viewers on Twitch. Uh, like it immediately jumped straight to the top and, and you know, was doing double of what Fortnite's numbers were. A lot of people were just checking it out. And there was just a lot of interest generated from this game online. To me, it's kind of crazy to see that about... You know, there's you know, one million, there's one million players, players day one, but there's, but there's at least half, half as many, half of, that many of that <laughs> who watched it online, online on something, on something like Twitch, too, which, which is pretty crazy, pretty crazy to me. To me. Um, um, but yeah, basically, yeah, the, basically the thing that makes this stand out is there's eight different hero classes. And then you're playing with 60 players in the map, and there are 20 squads of three. So you can't play solo or in squads of two or four, only in squads of three, which works out pretty nice for us personally because the three of us, we all jumped in this morning, and we didn't have to... Didn't have find, to a random, find a random or you know, or, you you know, know break off break and do it off by ourselves or with just two of us. Um, but, um, but what are your guys' overall, like, overall gameplay, gameplay impressions? Like, what kind of stands, like, stands out to you as making this, making this kind of be a standout experience, experience that, um, that um, you know sets it apart and maybe does better than like Fortnite or PUBG? Um, so for me, uh, kind of my my biggest standout and take in mind, I haven't played a Blackout in Call of Duty because I I didn't buy the the last Call of Duty. But I really enjoy playing a battle royale game in a first-person perspective. I know PUBG and Fortnite are both third-person. Um, I really enjoy kind of the first-person 
perspective and the game feels really really good like it's made by respawn who obviously developed titanfall and they know how to make a first person shooter Mm -hmm. um because they did break off of uh i think infinity ward um which was previous call of duty developers so they know how to make a first person shooter feel really really good so everything feels really good which immediately made me be like okay i'm enjoying this more than i've ever enjoyed fortnite and one of the reasons i (laughs) didn't play fortnite a lot is because you know i jumped in and played around i was like okay it's kind of fun to be like trying and survive as long as you can. But as soon as I like try and get in combat with someone, I just am not enjoying enjoying what I'm doing. And I, I don't want to put in the effort to try and improve. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And apex really is a blend of kind of, they take bits and pieces of different, um, uh, not even just genres, but also specifically from different battle Royale games specifically where there's, there's no building. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, no Fortnite, no Fortnite building. building. <laughs> First person shooter set in the Titanfall universe. The only thing that they didn't take from Titanfall is uh, there's no wall running and there's no Titans. Other than that, it feels and looks very Titanfall yeah. Yeah. Uh, in its thing. It is hero based. We said that. You know, so supers abilities. There's currently eight. Six of them are free. Two of them are um, you can pay with sweat coin or I think there's seven fifty uh, U.S. dollars. Yeah, I'm about, uh, yeah, I'm halfway, about halfway already, already to, already to unlocking, unlocking one of the heroes. heroes. I, I, don't I, I don't know if that, know that progression, that progression of, of getting credits getting will slow down as I play more or not. But it doesn't but seem it like it will take too crazy amount of time to unlock the other two. But yeah, it is worth noting that you can play six of the eight heroes as of now for free. Gear system is very PUBG-esque in the way that they're doing things. The call-out system, really great gives you lots of quick and easy and fast ways to yeah. communicate yeah. with your teammate, even if it's a random that you're playing with. Yeah. 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 Even if you're not chatting over. Exactly. That, exactly. That's something that's I always struggle with, with, with Fortnite where, where, you know, I never, wanted, know, I never to wanted to play with the squad. With the squad and, you know, if I, if I wasn't I, playing I wasn't specifically with friends or anything, or anything it's just it's communicating with randoms. Isn't always, wasn't the greatest without mics, but there's so many different detailed calls you can do very quickly as like, you know, Oh, enemy spotted or, there was an enemy here. An enemy oh, here. check this oh, area check and this stuff, area and it's very easy and quick to do. Um, which, which I think is, is a really big part of, big part you, know, of you know having being successful, being successful is, is communicating, you know, communicating. You know, either through you know, chat or through pings in through different ways. So, different ways. So that's good. But but um, I I did want to note that the heroes for those of you who are kind of wondering reminds me a lot of something almost kind of Team Fortress Two or Overwatch where all the heroes have very different kind of special abilities. Uh, but they all uh, kind of move and play the same. And so, you know, they're all picking up the same guns, normal gunplay and all that's the same. Equipping things is the same, but they don't have specific weapons locked to that character, which is nice. But you do have basically a cooldown ability, such as, you know, putting out a healing drone or a bubble shield, a smoke screen, stuff like that. And then, like Nathan said, you have the ultimate ability that just kind of charges up just like Overwatches that you can launch, you know, every, you know, what, five minutes or whatever. Or whatever it is. it is. Um, so um, I, I'm so really enjoying. I mean, every really hero enjoying. has a static ability that 
helps them as well. Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. They have passability yeah, exactly. as well. That just, well. That just goes. goes. And they're all pretty different, and the characters are, are pretty interesting. Are they're interesting nothing there. super amazing, but, but I did want to say one thing I really like that they're doing that I'm surprised that no other really, you know, Battle Royale game has done before is if you hold square next to an enemy that's been down but no isn't out yet, you can do like a really flashy, like hilarious, like execution animation. Like they're just like these ridiculous animations that are super fun um to watch and to perform and stuff. Like Adam, like tell tell me some of the ones that you I know you've looked through like all of them. Absolutely. So the finishers are something that they got out of the Titanfall game. Um, they're just like, hey, it's a feature we had in Titanfall. And now that it's in a game, you're like, there's actually two features. We'll talk about the other one later. But this is one of the two features that once you have them in one game, you're like, I want this in every game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but funny, there's a there's a robot that's kind of Claptrap-esque, but less sarcastic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's a character you play as. Yeah, and as as you're finishing him, the dead body is falling forward. You just kind of lean forward and give him a little high five as he's landing on the ground. <laughs> or uh, there's this character. There's another one that's like a with honor. And as you you kill the guy and you walk over and you take the gun and you lay it on his chest and you say a little prayer and then you walk off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, yeah just they're just hilarious. And like the way you unlock way you all, those, all those, um, it's just every time you level, time you level up, up, it's very similar to Overwatch in that you just get a loot box for every level. Um, the loot box um, is just cosmetics. cosmetics. There's no pay to win in this game at all. And so the loot box will give you... Again, very, Again, similar, very similar to Overwatch, Overwatch like, like either like voice lines, lines character, character skins, skins, different animations, different animations for, those for those finishers, um, um, just you know different just, little costumes. And if you go to the loot box section in the store and hover over it, not only does it tell you what the drops can contain, it tells you the drop rates as well. Yes. It's all yes. very upfront. It's all right there. And you're like, wow, this, thank you for telling me this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't normally get the, the, odds get the, the odds. I think they're, they're, think $1, they're $1, uh, $1 per loot box per if you want to get one. I think the, re- the real money the real maker is for $10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the real moneymaker money is obviously the, the, the skins, right? That's right? what that's makes what Fortnite, makes I think, so much money, money is people buying those battle passes, battle passes and buying all the extra skins, skins and stuff. And, stuff. Um, and the skins um, are the skins pretty are outrageous. They're like over like 15 bucks for like most of the premium skins in the store right now. Yeah, the two the two premium skins are available right now are both for characters that are locked. They're not. So you can pay 750 to get that character. And then if you want that skin, and now let's be clear, this isn't like a bunny costume or, you know, some dinosaur like you're playing Fortnite. No, these are just shaders like you're playing Borderlands or over like even like the basic Overwatch costumes like the Overwatch. Yeah. One, yeah. They still very, still very much kind of look like the same still character. Very basic. <laughs> they pay seven dollars and 50 cents for the character and then you pay 18 dollars to wear a yellow jumpsuit. Yeah, so it seems a little yeah, little, so pricey, little, but, little pricey, but um, I don't know. I, 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 I it was pointed out to me online, online that you know that Fortnite, Fortnite and lots of other games are doing the same thing. So I guess this is in line with what battle royale games do, especially the free to play ones. Yeah, it's a free to play game. Like they they need to be able to make money somehow, and I think we can't get mad at them for trying to to sell us on something. They need to they need to keep their 
Yeah. yeah. And overall, and like, overall, that, like that's, that's not, not, it hasn't been super hasn't in your face so far. So far. Like, the main, like menu the main menu is just, you know, gets, just, you, know, you, gets right you, you, you right into the game. game. You don't even have to, the store, I think, is the last tab that you go into on the main menu. And so I do like it's not, it doesn't feel super intrusive yet. I'm sure there'll be kind of banners and, you know, notifications in the future. But so far, I've been really impressed with just, you know, everything at the game, gameplay-wise, just really, really fun. What's your favorite feature, Jeff? I know I kind of teased that we had two of them that were in this game. Yeah, no, yeah go ahead and talk about that one. About that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I already talked about the finishers. The other one's all you. Well, yeah, I really I like really just, just really the variety, variety in the different characters, characters because, because every, time every time you're loading, you're loading up, you, up have you have that choice, that choice where, where basically, basically you, you select a character, select like, a character like a MOBA, right? right? Where, where it says, hey, you know, you're selecting first, then you pick, and then, oh, who's going to who's going to pick next, third person picks. And the third person is the jump master, and they can kind of decide where the entire team goes. You can break off if you want, but it's kind of fun and kind of cool to just be able to control all three of those characters. Um, um, all, all, all together as you're kind of going through the map and, and just, just cha- trying, out trying out the different characters, characters I think, think breathes some, some replayability into it, into where, it where in Fortnite, you know, you're having the same character kind of over and over on this one. Hey, you know, I've been playing this character a while, now I'm going to try a different one. So I'm hoping they continue to add kind of maybe more characters as the, you know, as the game continues to evolve. And the game encourages you to mix and match as well. You know, all you have a little player card and the player card are all character specific and all the stats are character specifics all the trophies mm-hmm. are for winning matches that are character specific uh, and i just remembered another feature probably the best feature best addition into the battle royale uh world and once again we haven't played blackout because we haven't bought <laughs> call of duty but you, you sometimes you put a fancy shader on a gun and those can get pretty outrageous <laughs> i got i got a ladybug's skin on one of my guns uh it's just covered in ladybugs what you could do is uh you hold left on the d-pad and the hud goes away and you tilt the gun and you just kind of get to admire it yeah <laughs> literally just literally like just, just kind of shows a close-up like ooh, like look at this gun oh this skin's wow, kind of cool, cool. And after doing that i'm like i wish every like fps had this like specifically like games like destiny that like have like super cool and detailed guns that you never really get to appreciate up close like it's kind of a neat little feature and especially when you get like a new skin that you want to check out like i have this 90s ski jacket skin is what i call it bright like obnoxious obnoxious colors and i love it it. um so so, yeah that that is that is is a nice little thing thing. there's no emotes in the game as of now that i think i think it's no emotes and crazy dance moves yet but you can check out your guns which uh a plus for me i think that's awesome but uh as we kind of wrap up our conversation here um i don't think this is the game anyone was expecting or hoping exists but here it is and it's pretty fun um, the, CEO um, the CEO of Respawn, Respawn uh, just kind of announced, announced today that, that hey, you know, we're not you know, we're talking, not talking about, Titanfall about Titanfall 3. That's, that's not, not really happening. happening. We're making, we're this, making game. this game. But, but there is more Titanfall, Titanfall coming later this year. This year. And, he sa- and he sa- they basically said basically in an update that an it will update be a premium experience, which suggests that it's you know not going to be free to play. It's not going to be an Apex if it is, you know, like a paid DLC type thing. But there will be more... Titanfall or Titans, or Titans added, added to this added game to or, something, game or something, uh, coming something coming later this year. This so, year. so I mean, I mean, with with this game this and its game ongoing, ongoing support, support, this other Titanfall, other Titanfall experience, experience, and then and with, with response supposedly, supposedly still putting out a Star Wars game this year, seems like that studio is pretty busy. EA is really getting a lot out of them right this year. 
Yeah, and I think there was a lot of um, there's kind of before this game launched, there was a lot of back and forth reporting on, oh, there is, they are making Titanfall 3 still, or they aren't, yeah, and yeah. Um, it kind of went both ways. And some people were like, oh my god, they were very upset that um, they were making this game. They're like, oh, EA just made them make this game, and, you know, they should have made Titanfall 3, yeah. etc. Everyone's ready Everyone to jump on the EA is terrible bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. And I think the majority of that, those people, like, they have no, nowhere to stand, because Titanfall 2, when it came, it came out, and it like uh commercially it bombed like it did not sell well at all i bought my copy of it yeah both games but especially titanfall 2 i bought my copy of it i think like four or five months after for eight dollars or something like (laughs) that i think we all did (laughs) which is a great game but uh yeah it didn't sell well i mean it won i believe jeff you were mentioned that there was a developer over the weekend who kind of an interview with him and those guys you know why didn't you announce this sooner he's like you mean the, the studio that just got acquired by EA announcing, hey, guess what? We're making a Battle Royale game, and it's going to be different. Can't wait to show you more. Like, we're going to get booed <laughs> out of the building, and nobody will play it. You know? yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was wait. a wise decision. Yeah, so, yeah, so it was so super smart, super just smart. launching just it and just letting the game speak for itself, for and, itself boom, and boom, million players, million players you know, out of yeah, nowhere, out of which nowhere, I don't think would have happened if they would have announced this earlier. Very smart marketing. One more... One, one more note is I think this uh, spells a lot of doom for... Uh, so Battlefront launched last year. Or not Battlefront, Battlefield, excuse me. Battlefield launched last year in November, mm-hmm. and it launched mm-hmm. without the Battle Royale mode that they'd been talking about. Oh, that's right. And that's they're right. like, oh, yeah. it's And they're like, oh, it's supposed to be coming in March. Um, we'll kind of have more to show you later. Um, and we haven't really seen anything or heard anything about that. And that's also, you know, that's DICE, but it's a, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. studio. Yeah. And so I think that could possibly this could really spell a lot of trouble for the battle i forget what it's called but like firewall or something like that is the name of it but the battle royale mode in uh battlefield yeah well yeah. it's interesting because well, ea's done this EA's like they did this. it with titanfall they 2 with they, titanfall released 2. Right. they released it right you know it was within, no, it was a, within month a month of, of releasing, releasing of the new battlefield, battlefield game, as well. game as well so i think that's so one of the reasons they didn't sell very well at launch like they kind of cannibalized it by putting it out at the same time as their other first person shooter which you know doesn't doesn't make sense to most people and so having this game launched with a big battle royale ea game and then having a new battle royale experience also coming out a month later We'll see how well that works. If it does does come out out and, you know, know, I'd feel like it'd be splitting splitting and dipping into each other's player bases. But I don't know. Maybe maybe EA knows what they're doing and they're both come out and they're very well received and they do well. But so far it looks like Apex will have hopefully a long, long successful. It already had a good launch and a long successful year as well. So. Good, yeah. good to see, good to see uh, I think, uh, more, competition more competition in the, uh, the Fortnite-dominated space and, you know, push, you know, push uh, developers, developers to try out new things. And new things and I just love I just how many love different, how many new, different things new things on how different, how different this, does, this feel does feel while keeping, you know, some of the, some of the core Battle Royale battle mechanics royale in place. So, place. so I will I continue to be playing this, I think, for a while. But anyways, let's jump into our last segment for today. What? we're playing obviously we've been playing apex we've been been talking a lot about that i think that that speaks for itself uh we'll uh, let you know in a couple weeks if we're still playing and what what we're thinking but uh nathan why don't you start us off here what else you've been playing okay um so i've I've been playing spider-man i am uh borrowing that game from you i got about a third of 
third of the way, a uh, quarter of the way or a third of the way through the game, like in one day when I rented it one time. Yeah. yeah. Really, really enjoyed it. And I am now borrowing it from you and I've jumped back in. Um, that game, it, it's just really, really fun to play. Like, um, the swinging mechanics and then kind of the way the story, like, one of the things I noticed is, like, every story mission, um, it doesn't, like, each mission obviously has an ending, but it's like, oh, it, it kind of drops hints and leads you to the next moment. So it's one of those games that there's, like, oh, I oops, I played this game for, like, three hours because there's not really a good <laughs> ending point to mm-hmm. be like, okay, that's a good stopping point to stop playing because I want to keep playing and find out what happens in the story next. So Yeah, like, yeah, yeah that, that's one of the well, best things about it, right? It's the minute-to-minute gameplay. Like it just keeps you engaged in it. Um, yeah, it doesn't really doesn't really drag on, or like you say, just kind of stop and wait for something else exciting to happen. Yeah. So just want to say I've been enjoying that a lot, but I think most people who listen to the show, you know, know we enjoyed that game and or have played it for themselves and enjoyed it as well. So the game I actually wanted to talk about a lot is a game called "Bury Me, My Love," and. This is a game that I'm actually playing on my phone. It's a mobile. Um, it's available on Switch as well, but I recommend it for your phone because basically what it is, okay. is it is a like almost like a texting game. And so what happens is you are a character, um, and you are living in Syria, and your wife is uh, basically trying to escape from Syria and get out of the Middle East. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. she is like uh, this. She's text kind of texting you updates about how her progress is and asking you to. Um, look up certain things for her um the game kind of communicates uh uses art um like she'll send you pictures of like places she's visiting and um selfies um so that's kind of how the game shows you what it's like but it's it's a the neat thing about it is the fact that um basically what happens is like she'll text me something and i'll click on the app open it up um text her for like maybe five minutes or something like that and say hey i think you should do this like it'll give you choices based on you can choose oh i think you should you can uh, there's different responses that you can choose um, and what you choose kind of uh, will oftentimes alter and influence what she, she chooses to do in the game and then um, then it'll be like okay I need to go do that and then she'll be busy and then for like I won't hear from her for like five minutes or sometimes it's 20 minutes or sometimes so it's like you're literally just, literally just sitting there, there doing nothing doing waiting nothing, for, them, waiting to for them, them to text you or like you're you don't like you don't sit there and wait on the app for them to text you like you just turn it off and then like in like an hour or something like that the app will send you a notification and be like hey <laughs> seriously? seriously yeah yeah no, so it's really interesting cool. and cool. they kind of use that um in interesting ways so like hmm. there was this one part where she was in a lot of danger and getting shot at and then she stopped texting i was like oh my gosh did she die like yeah <laughs> what's yeah. happening and and then like two hours later she texts me she's like i'm alive and um would it be I'm, the first time nathan's killed somebody in a video game yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know i'm really invos- emotionally invested in this story and this character and i think it's good it's the game is called bury me my love so i think i might end up getting my heart broken and crying <laughs> but <laughs> to, to, to be know, continued it's, also, it's uh it's so it's it's not a true story but it's based on like it's inspired by some real life events and based on some things that actually happen so i think that's really cool as well yeah yeah very cool very well, cool. well yeah, so you can check it it's uh i think it's three dollars um i bought it on my phone i think it's like three dollars on the app store nice, or the nice. google play store or whatever funny you should, funny, mention, you should mention a three dollar game, game on mobile that's also on, mobile, on, switch, that's also on switch because i too because have I been too playing, have been playing a three dollar game, game on switch, on switch that, is that is also on mobile and other platforms, and other platforms. it is called downwell, it is called downwell and, and i think i talked about it over a year probably a year or two ago on the show on the show um and downwell is three dollars just launched on the switch this week. this week this is one of those 
games that I've just wanted, wanted on, the on the Switch ever since I've had my Switch and I've been playing games portably on it. Because I own it on PS4 and I... I also have I also it on my, have mobile, on my phone mobile phone that, got, that, that, I bought. that I bought. And I don't really play games, like rarely play games on my mobile phone, but like this is one of the games that, that I had to get because I wanted it on the go. So the Switch is so the, the perfect, perfect fusion where I'm like, I can take it on the go now, but I can use standard controls, not have to worry about the touchscreen controls that, you know, I'm not very good at. And basically the gameplay is you're just a little, little man who jumps down a well and it's answering that age old mystery, what's at the bottom of the well? And so you're just continually, so you're just continually falling, falling, going down and down. down. Um, and, and as you're going down, you have gun boots. And so really the only control is just one button to activate jumping and then push it again in the air to use your gun boots. You're shooting down, you're falling, you're bouncing off characters, you know, enemies' heads, you're dodging, you know, things, you're stopping at little power, getting power-ups on the way, you're collecting gems to buy upgrades at the store. It's a roguelike, so every time you play it, the levels are auto-generated and it's uh, procedurally generated and every run every is going to be a little bit different. And then, and then basically, basically every, every time you start, time you start, start back at the beginning of the well, jumping in, um, and you just kind of slowly build up just kind of the, the skill as you kind of go. And it awards you with different kind of, you know, filters. You can make it look like an old Game Boy game or, you know, other different filters as you kind of play. But it's just kind of one of those games that's kind of like, oh, okay, one more time, you know, let me go again or oh, let me go again. And it's really just, it's kind of like this arcade, very, you know, it's no. not a necessary not a lot necessary to it, lot but, to it it's but got, it's got, I don't know. I don't it's, know. it's hard to describe. It's, it's, describe. Just, it's just so, so much fun. So much it's $3. $3. I highly recommend it. It has that like, kind of like hook. Like when you die, you're like, okay, I can do it the next time. Like I want one more. Yeah, shot exactly. Right? You're like, oh, I, I can go again. Let me go differently. It's really cool because at the end of each, like it's segmented into levels. Like each level only takes, you know, maybe two or three minutes to get to the bottom. And once you get to the bottom, it gives you a random choice of three different, three different items that you can have for that run. So I think there's over probably 15, 20 different items in the game, but it just randomly selects three at the end of every level you can choose from. So you're kind of building your character and giving him extra skills like there'll be ones that give you a jetpack there'll be ones that you know give you a little like laser sight and more accuracy you know increases your total health um so you're kind of just building your character as you kind of go along but it's not like it's very very quick choices and there's you know no loading time it's very simple you know pixel art that's compelling i think to me and i i finally made it to the final boss after probably playing this game over 10 hours on you know other platforms and devices like I finally hit the final boss and I was so excited because I had like six health and like all this amazing upgrades and stuff and like it went on for like five minutes and I didn't beat him and I was like no so I think that's one of my goals this year is to beat officially beat the final boss and we'll see if I get there but check it out three bucks totally recommend it and then the game I've been playing mostly this week is a new strategy game that came out on the Switch uh, called uh, War called Group, Wargroup. and, um, and um, this, is, this is, I think, been on a lot of, especially, especially Switch Gamers radars, radars for a while, because this game was this game originally announced as an indie, indie game back like, when the Switch first launched. Do you remember that, Nathan? Yeah, it was, I think it was in like 
the first direct that Nintendo did for the Switch um, after it launched or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quite a while ago. And it's also made by Chucklefish, which is, yes, you know, this yes. indie developer slash publisher in the UK. And they generally do very, very good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're the ones like they're who the put ones out Valley, and they published that Valley, game. And they published that game. Starbound, and this game's kind of set in that universe. But only $20. But only $20. Um, I think it's a very um, reasonable price for the quality and the content in this game. And basically... It's a strategy, turn-based strategy, turn strategy, strategy game, game similar, to, similar something to something like Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem or, uh, or uh, Advanced Wars. Advanced Wars. Um, but what um, I really like about it, really only having played you know, Fire Emblem being kind of my main, main turn-based strategy, turn strategy game I've played, game I've played. Um, um, you don't have to worry about, about um, experience, experience points, points and leveling up and, and equipping and lots of different gear and items on characters and making sure you have all the right specs and min-maxing different things, which I know a lot of people really enjoy and I enjoy that to an extent in certain games as well, but this game just really focuses on just the core gameplay of the strategy. Strategy, and progressing through, progressing through the story and just kind of learning kind of about learning the characters, about characters and the campaign. And, campaign and, and, um, um, I've just really, I, just really, I didn't know I didn't that I liked strategy, strategy games, games as much as I did. I was <laughs> <until laughs> like, I'm going to try this game. I think I'll have fun with it. And I've just been playing it almost like nonstop this last week. And it's great in handheld mode. It feels like a DS game or a Game Boy Advance game. Those old Advance Wars games. The mechanics for each of your different different units, they can all get a critical hit depending on how they're placed in the battlefield. So you have to really think about your placement more carefully because, like, the like standard the soldiers, standard will, soldiers get will get critical hits, hits if they're adjacent to your leader. leader. The, the, the pikemen will, will get critical hits if they're adjacent to each other. other. The, the wizards will get a critical hit if they're above 30% health. health. So, you, so you, it kind of adds this layer of complexity that doesn't seem like it's there at first, but really adds a lot to how you kind of play the game. Um, yeah, and then, I, and then I, so I played it a little bit with you um, this weekend. Like I came over and played mm-hmm. a bit, and I think what's really interesting is the fact that your units, the the less health they have, the less damage they do. Yeah, I think that's yeah. something that I haven't seen in a strategy game before. That really changes the strategy. Yeah, like you yeah, can like send, you can a, send unit a unit over to go, you know, take out a, a big trebuchet, big which trebuchet, does like a ton of damage. Like a ton of damage. Um, um, you know, even if you can't kill it, you get it down to half health, like, sweet. Like, like, when that thing hits my character, it's not going to one-shot me anymore. It's only going to take half my health. So, yeah, that is a really cool mechanic that I haven't really seen before. And um, I also just um, want to say, say they did a great job with having like auto saves because like sometimes like battles, battles, you know, in these turn-based games, games can get pretty get long. Pretty long. Um, something like in Fire Emblem, at least in the Fire Emblem games, games I've played, I've played you, couldn't really you couldn't really stop in the middle of the battle and come back to it. Obviously, on the Switch, you can put in sleep mode and do that, whatever, but you can just full out, just close out of the game, and it auto saves every single like half turn. And so you can just re-jump in and, oh, hey, you were in the middle of battle, you want to resume, which is really nice, like especially on the Switch, right? Because I'm playing in handheld mode all the time, going in and out throughout the day. Then, yo, I have someone over, and, oh, we want to jump into Smash Bros. I don't have to worry about, oh, wait, I'm in the middle of this, you know, hour-long battle. I don't want to lose my progress. Um, yeah. So that and is really those nice. arguments, And if those arguments don't convince you, uh, you also have the option of playing as a dog in armor <laughs> who gets pets in the middle of the battle. Yes. yes. No. no. This game has a hilar- hilarious, hilarious sense of humor. Sense of humor. That, that's actually that, that's the first actually side, side mission, side Adam, mission, is... is like, like you play as this, this up, like this new like queen this of this queen country, of this country and, her and her beloved, beloved friend, friend is uh, Caesar, is, uh, Caesar the dog, the dog who's, who's also a general, also a general. 
and it's this in-game <laughs> joke. Like, it's not like, a talking dog. It's not a talking dog, dog or anything. It's just, it's just a, a normal dog, dog who has two guys who have crossbows who, like, give him pets and, like, love him and stuff. And so, like, the first side mission, you go off, and, like, there's no reward in doing side missions. Like I said, there's no experience points or anything. Just... I went, I went to the side mission and it said, Caesar encounters a group of confused bandits. I'm like, I must play this side mission. And you just come to the bandits and they're like, yeah, we heard there's this big general for the kingdom that we got to take out. I heard his name's Caesar. Yeah, let's find this Caesar guy and show him what's for. And throughout the battle, like every turn, like dialogue's coming up and they're like, we just can't find the Caesar. Where is the general? And then the other guy's like, wait, it, He's he's not he's not what you think he is. And then he's like, oh no, where is he? Is he a man or a mouse? Show yourself. He's like, well, actually, he's neither of each. He's a so it's just super funny. They have have a have a good time with it. And the the dogs, you have little battle pups you can have in battle too. When they die in battle, they don't actually die. They just run away, which is something the developers switched. In a lot of their early like demos and stuff they had at events, they said. People, People always, always like critics, like critics and just fans, fans were, were very saddened and did not like, like <laughs> seeing you know, death animations you know, death for, the animations for the dogs. So as soon as they so changed it to just make the dogs scamper the off the battlefields, that oh, everyone loved it. And there was no more complaints and it didn't make people feel sad. I love the fact that it took dogs like not people but dogs yes, to get people yes. to be like no we need to have people not die yes you, yes, you can murder you can as many people as you want but not the dogs right but yeah no it's really really, really good game really, really good um, it's got cross play uh, with xbox you can play online you can play four player locally you can download maps like i downloaded a guy made like a couple maps from the original advanced war games and stuff so you can create your own maps it's insane how much you can do in this game i've only played it maybe eight or nine hours but i already feel like i got my money Money's worth, so. so definitely check it out if you like, like strategy games, games at all. I definitely recommend it. It's also on Xbox and Steam and uh, coming to PS4 uh, later this year. Sweet. So Adam, so Adam, hit us up. Hit us up. What you got? What you got? Yeah, I'll I'll make them quick because my laptop's dying, even though it's plugged <laughs> in. It's okay. Uh, I'm gonna throw out um obviously Apex Legends, and as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna start streaming it. Uh, Ooh, nice. If any of you guys wanted to hop on and you know maybe go around, uh, I got a clip up. We played a little bit earlier, and I had a clutch. <laughs> that was that was really nice. Jeff, I was eating Jeff, cereal like, at the time, <laughs> watching. He, he's like, "I'm gonna go make some cereal," and I was like, "What? You don't want to watch me solo win this?" And uh, I did. I caught my shot. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, we're gonna play that. Uh, speaking of mobile games, um, my wife Foxy and I have been playing a mobile game called Dust and Salt. It was free a while back. I don't know how much it is right now, and I can't see because obviously I have it. Um, check it out, Android or iOS. It's called Dust and Salt, and it is a choose-your-own-scenario story is basically what it is. And it just has really good artwork, and it's really well-written. And we awesome. were actually using it on long car rides where one person was driving, the other person would read what was going on, and then the other person would make decisions. And, um, you know, just kind of making up our own rules as we were going. It's just a really well-written choose-your-own-scenario about uh, this kid who is – separate like his father dies he has to flee his village he hooks up with some mercenaries he decides to overthrow the evil rulers of the kingdom and it's a lot of fun awesome. uh i've we've also just started this weekend i've been playing so much of it uh, we've been playing a game called portal knights it was free last month on psn and it's this hybrid minecraft but like adventure uh, game, adventure right? game. 
Yeah, but like a Minecraft adventure game. Yeah, we, we um, talked so a little bit, I think, uh, two weeks ago on the show. A little, show, little bit of impressions. But, I, yeah, I, yeah, it didn't really stick with me, but I've been seeing you playing it a lot and watch a little bit of your stream. Like, what really like, stands out to you keeps you coming back? I uh, honestly has been playing with other people as well. It's um, working on it together, and it's you know we say oh Minecraft, but it really has an emphasis on like the combat and killing the enemies, to unlocking and getting the next thing, and it's very, very puts very simple but sometimes very simple objectives in front of you that can sometimes be challenging. It's just, oh, okay, I'll do this now. I'll do this now. But um, we've been playing it together. You can play up to four people at the same time. And what's nice is each person has their own universe, uh, which basically has all the different levels that you progress through. You build okay. this level, this okay. level, this level, this level. And did you have your own character? And I can take my character to other people's universes and it's their universe has the linear storyline that you progress through their storyline and I don't progress through mine, but my character still levels up and it's shared XP. <laughs> and so it's just it's kind of a nice, oh, hey, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. And then you go on to your own world, or you go into creative mode, and then it's Minecraft. You can just build stuff. <laughs> uh, and last, I'm going to try and finish Red Dead Redemption 2 this week. Ooh. Uh, Gonna try and finish. Yeah, I'm gonna try and finish up that storyline. <laughs> Good. All right. Last... Don't tell me anything. I'm still like in chapter three. Unless <laughs> we get hit. Oh, oh, just wait. Just wait. You're gonna go on a nice long cruise. Have a couple ma. Uh, have a couple pina coladas. Trust me, it's a great ending. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm gonna finish Red Dead Redemption Two unless we can get a prestige Destiny Two raid group together. In that case, yes, you know, Red Dead out the window. Still have to do that. We're doing. Hey, we're doing. Hey, we did a, we did a, we did a beat the raid a couple times this last weekend, and you know, we saw the. Uh, the most the, rare weapon in all of the Destiny 2 drop uh, twice, uh, apparently, twice apparently, which is uh, pretty uh, cool to see. Pretty it, pretty wasn't see. Well, me, it wasn't you or me, but uh, you know, but, uh, you it's know. good good to see it's other members in our clan. Uh, it's almost yeah. better. It's almost better because for me, it's all right. I know it's out there. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly. I know it's you can smell the carrot you can now. Smell the carrot now. But anyways, uh, anyway, I think that wraps up our show up for up the week. Adam, thank you so much for joining Adam, us. Uh, us. Where can uh, people uh, find you uh, on uh, Twitch, and on, Twitter? Uh, Twitch and Twitter? Uh, Twitch, I'm, I'm just getting uh, – I'm in between contracts right now, so i got plenty more time to start streaming. I uh, just made a new fancy banner today. Twitch is Horizon Omen. That's also PlayStation. Uh, and if you want to hit me up on Twitter for any reason, maybe you're putting the Prestige Raid group together for Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is at Sir Mr. Fields. All right. All Thank right. you so much, Thank Adam, so much, for, being Adam for being here. You can follow you us can follow on us Twitter at Halison underscore games. Thank you so much for listening. We will leave you with Caesar's theme for more groups. Have a great week, everyone. For more